두둥 넷플릭스 두둥 had a more pleasant voice jesus christ now Christ. recording now recording yeah, yeah it kind of sounds like a, a cobra commander or something <laughs> a cobra commander type i'm still <laughs> sick yeah you're probably dying it's probably done you got a case like of your it. death in the cold cold ground uh, yes friday night i was like all right i'm tired of this i'm gonna not work out or go to the gym for the next couple days and just, you know, sleep a bunch and get done being sick. And then luckily I woke up yesterday morning and um, it was the worst I'd felt in years. <laughs> I don't know why. It was like I was, um, I don't know, I was all fucked up. <laughs> it's like, his body's like, all right, well, you fucking, mm. we're sleeping in two. I don't know if it's like maybe because I maybe caught something else while my immune system was weakened or maybe I have like a secondary infection but yeah I felt pretty shitty yesterday it was, I was like it was like being on acid I was like so fucked up I wasn't like seeing a lot of like visual hallucinations but I was really pretty fucked up all day yesterday and I was like freezing that's Crazy always good stuff. when you got the, the, the fever hallucinations it's always a good sign yep luckily uh, I <laughs> I tried to watch Falling for Christmas a few times during that time period, so it's uh, it's going to be a traumatic experience. I guess I'll probably remember this Lindsay Lohan movie the rest of my life. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to remember it, and I didn't even have a fever dream during it. Yeah, but you know like when you're sick and you, yeah. it's like terrible? You like remember yeah, everything becomes a, a, yeah, a terrible living nightmare. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's Falling for Christmas. I think you just described it accurately, even if you, you again, even if you weren't mm. under uh, the blue illness. Yeah, another problem I've been having lately is I've just been waking up way too early. Like, I'm talking like five in the morning, going to sleep at like eight o'clock at night. What's that all about? That's even before I was sick. Well, that's how I, that's how I handle it. I don't know. Uh, it sounds normal to me. It's, just, it's fucking weird. Getting old. Early get bird the, gets he, the worm. You get the, your old man sleeps coming in. Need me a girl that's the early bird get a worm. Hmm. Yeah. That yeah. one needs work. Uh, man, I don't... That's it. That's all I got going on. I just been <laughs> sick. Um, I didn't... I, I, you know, I work, and then I... We just, I took the kids to, to see Black Panther, and that was, that was a Black Panther movie, all right? <coughs> Black Panther's not even in it. Oh, <laughs> The spoilers, there's a new Black Panther. Oh, really? Yeah. Who is it? Everett Ross. Martin Freeman. What? No, it's not. <laughs> they would do something that stupid. You're so sick, you actually bleeded for a second. But I was like, well, this is an Asian guy, huh? They made him unnecessarily heroic in the first one, so we know why not. Black Panther, Wakanda forever, Ruth Conda forever. Remember that? Remember that Twitter post? Wakanda, no, Wakanda no. forever. I don't really remember Twitter. It's gone now. Twitter. I, maybe actually, by the time this one's released, Twitter might be gone. We'll, we'll see. Nah. Let's head that way, maybe. Probably not though. Uh, nah. you know what? I won't say that. At some point, it's gonna have money problems, and it's you can already see it. Um, you can already see it coming. You don't pay forty-four billion dollars for Twitter. That's that's just stupid. Yeah, he's, he's and, he, and immediately do things to make you lose money. You know, it's just not a smart guy. Yeah, he's just gonna he, have to sell that loss. South Africa's not sending us their best. I'll tell you that. Oh, or are they? And that's just how bad South Africa is. Oh, terrible! 
how dare you, sir? That's racist. Uh, you know how you <laughs> <laughs> talking about the African African American, sir. I'm not, I, mean, I, don't mean I know African- you mean the the Afrikaners, the Dutch people. Afrikaners, yeah, the salt peens. I think that's the pejorative for white South Africans, right? Someone email me, probably Kyle at McVentureProductions.com. Salt peens, that's what they call them, right? How dare you? You can't say that word. Yeah, you can. I can say whatever I want about white people. <laughs> I'm probably, well, no, probably not. Oh. Yeah, I feel like you know. there's like sometimes you can probably like some risky shit you could say about like Armenian people, mm-hmm. uh, maybe Italians in some situation. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? there is like some Italian shit, that's for sure. Uh, uh, not, Polish, there's like some ethnic stuff they take it too far that like I think even uh, people would be like uh, kind of uncomfortable about it, <laughs> <laughs> like um, supporting like the Shankill Bushers or something. That's uh, that's like some crazy shit. Yeah, well, yeah, well, not a lot of people know them, so yeah, you might be able to get away. You you know you could get away with it for a little while <laughs> until the internet's like, well, guess what the Shankill Butchers did? They killed Catholics. <laughs> you know, is that such a bad thing? I mean, if they were killing like evil Catholics, I don't know. But the fact, but what the reality is, is they weren't killing. They're just killing. They're just killing they're the Catholics. You know, they're killing Irish people. Mm. You know, is that such a bad thing? I don't know. In England? England what has Ireland ever done for me? Not much. In fact, the, the because I, Ireland sucks so bad, we have to live in the United States, which is arguably worse. I don't think that was Ireland's fault. No, that was England's fault. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Speaking of Ireland, I guess, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, yeah. Hey, remember when she was like the hottest thing around for like a, like an hour and a half? It's crazy that her career really fell off, but she's back. She's back at it again. Um, she's falling for Christmas. Falling for Christmas. You don't see too many like gingers in movies, do you? <laughs> you are you the head of the FIFA World Cup? Uh, okay. I have red hair and fleckles, so I feel gay. And it's okay that we're hosting it in Qatar. It's fine. Nothing's wrong with it. Thank you. I have. Uh, I'm going to retire to my lake house now. You mean Gianni Infantino? Yeah, John Baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, sometimes I guess I I don't think about it too much because I'm kind of ginger, right? Our mom is. We got like ginger cousins and. Uh, your son appears as if he's gonna be ginger. How dare you? Um, but I guess they do. We do look kind of different from other people, huh? Even other whites. Because I was watching this movie and I was like, you know what? Lindsay Lohan looks. She just like doesn't fit anywhere. Fit in anywhere? With, does she? She doesn't fit in with this uh, mixed family or even her own white family. What's going on? <laughs> she should be on some like craggy beach <laughs> with, with misty shores. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Whatever happened to Lindsay Lohan? She fell for she uh, fell for Christmas, which I believe is code for doing uh, the 1987 movie Overboard, but with Christmas. She's been doing other stuff, apparently. Really? Well, before we yeah. get onto that, I just gotta point out that uh, uh, Overboard, a movie I've seen a million times. Ten minutes into this movie, I'm like, all right, this is Overboard. Um, That's the Kurt Russell Goldie Hawn one, right? Right, a certified. Older sister classic. Do you remember when Michelle used to watch the same movies like a million fucking times? Yeah, Grease and uh, Overboard. And, uh, <laughs> Overboard, Grease, uh, Grease Dirty two. Dancing. Uh, I don't think it was Grease 2. I don't think that one filtered in. Gone with the Wind, which might say something about her sister. Hmm? Um, she loves she the wishes... edge of the home south. Oh. He <laughs> loves Clark Gable and his weird ears. I guess he hasn't been doing that much. Yeah, I don't know of anything besides Falling for Christmas, if I'm being honest. That's why I said, oh, has she? She was on Love Struck High as the narrator. Eight episodes in 2022. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck's Love Struck High? I don't know. Among the Shadows, Sick Note. Don't know that. Wait, Sick Note? She played Mm. herself in Scary Movie 5 all the way back in 2013. (laughs) I don't haven't seen a scary movie since Scary Movie 3. Although I think I might have seen part of Scary Movie 5. Is that the one with Wesley Nielsen? Uh, she was in Machete. I forgot about that. Uh, Machete. 
Machete. I don't remember her machete. Oh, wait, maybe do I do remember her machete? Yeah, it's her and her mom. Her sister's oh. in this one for a second, isn't she? Oh, I don't know. So I guess her, the height of her career was the early 2000s, and she kind of fell off already by, like, I don't know, 2007, it looks like, when I never oh. killed me. Yeah, I mean, basically everybody was sick of her shit in the Prairie Home Companion, wasn't that? That was, like, all the, the stories coming to that movie, right? Um, yeah, she just, like, partied too hard, right? Isn't that what it was? Yeah, well, yeah, part, partying too hard is fine as long as you show up for work on time or aren't an asshole about it, you know? Or if you're successful enough that you can get away with it, and she was. But she was successful that enough. That was the problem, you know. And she was the yeah, problem. But she's not like so. Uh-oh. You you get to a certain level in Hollywood. It doesn't matter how much you fuck up. People aren't going to do anything about it, right? But if you're like kind of new and a woman like Lindsay Lohan, and you're fucking up, and they might not fire you, but they're going to leak shit to the press about you for sure. You know what I mean? If she would have just hung in there a couple more years, really solidified herself, I think she probably could have gotten away with it, you know? Because, <laughs> like, if Meryl Streep did that shit, no one's going to say anything about Meryl Streep, you know? Oh, my God. I would love to find out that Meryl Streep is, like, really heavy into partying these days. Why not? She loves MDMA. <laughs> That's such a weird image of Meryl <laughs> Streep out there with her fucking glow sticks. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't necessarily, I'm not one of those people that ever really had a problem with Lindsay Lohan. Mean Girls is kind of a cute movie. Um, Did anybody necessarily have a problem with Lindsay Lohan? I thought it was more along the lines like, oh, you're just, you're, good luck. You're fucking up your career at this point. Uh, you know, like the internet at that time, the, just like the misogynistic nature of the internet, like a lot of people really reveling in, oh, she's, oh, she got her family's so white trash, she's white trash. Their you fucking know what I mean? family reveled in that shit. They fucking put out their own reality show about it. I mean, like, I, I don't, I'm not going to blame the internet for that fucking one. I that, am. I mean, that's just normal culture celebrity bullshit and, and, like uh, the whole the whole family was in on that shit. Oh god. Yeah, I'm glad she's. They were trying to be like Kardashians, but they didn't. They didn't quite. You know, they didn't quite have the the work ethic. I guess. I think they didn't have the connections and the money. Like I said, she wasn't established enough in uh, L.A. like the Kardashians. I'm glad she's back though, and she's falling for Christmas with her co-star, Cord Overstreet. Would you call me? This is motherfucker's name is Cord Overstreet. Oh my god! <laughs> when was he born? Because that sounds like the that's name, the most like fucking anglicized name I've ever goddamn heard in my life. Well, that sounds like the name, you, like some, you, like your the whitest kid at one of your kids' kindergarten classes would be named Cord Overstreet, not someone born in 1989, as it says here. <laughs> Maybe someone born in 2021. <laughs> Fucking Cord? What the fuck? Oh, he's born in Nashville. That's why. Oh, his, his they do it all back there. Oh, nope. His father is a country, mis- country musician and a songwriter and a pastor. That's why. Oh, he's hit all three. Yep. That's Nashville for musician, you, Musician, songwriter, pastor. That's why. Fucking he's Al Green. Cord. Uh, I doubt he's as talented as Al Green. <laughs> and then George Young. This is the other the other guy. In it. <laughs> uh, this movie fucking sucks. Uh, I loved uh, I loved it. It was great. It was like uh, it was like uh, it was like Overboard, but Christmas. And uh, with if you would start two people with no charisma. Oh, Aliana Lohan is that her sister? Yes, right. That's yes. Yeah, she's in it. You're right. She's in it. You don't. Uh, you don't remember living Lohan? I think that's what it's called. Uh, I remember living La Vida Loca. Oh, they were living La Vida Lohan. That's what. That's what they should call the next one. Give me Lindsay Lohan on the phone. <coughs> Why is she Lindsay. doing this movie? Isn't she married to like a Dubai Emirate or some shit? Uh, Lindsay Lohan is five years older than me. I mean, five days older than me. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say, what's the big deal about that? Five <laughs> days is all. Lindsay Lohan, her spouse is Badr Shamus. Would you call me? Uh, uh, who is Badr Shamus? Meet Lindsay Lohan's financier. Oh, Lindsay Lohan revealed uh, 
her partner bought her shamus for poster on the falling for Christmas set. Wow. Whoa. How romantic. Right after her, the <laughs> her fake boyfriend in the a movie proposed to her. That's cute. Good for them. Oh, hey, you know, you know, my wife told me this when we were watching it because I watched it with my wife. Obviously, it's mm. a romantic Christmas movie. So um, sure, yeah, that's like a Lindsay Lohan in that, right? Uh, she told me that Lindsay Lohan is a body double at the end of the movie because her fiance, uh, of religious beliefs, don't allow her to kiss other men, even on camera for fake. Um. I don't know if that's true or not, but that could just be an internet thing. Yeah. Uh, They're based in Dubai. Uh, Yeah, I said that. Yeah. I guess it could be true. They don't have too much information about him. Uh, He's probably, so what, he'd be like a strict Muslim is what you're saying? Yeah, I believe that's the implication of... Like um, the the government of Qatar. Qatar, I know. I don't know if being a strict Muslim necessitates you using slave labor to build FIFA stadiums, but, you know, Qatar, they found a way. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things that aren't necessarily in scripture, but lots of religions kind of just use it as an excuse to do things. Who is Lindsay Lohan's husband? All about Badr Shamus. Badr? Badr? It's B-A-D-E-R. How do you think that would be pronounced? Bader. Bader? It's Vader, but with a B. Vader. Bader? Bader? Yeah. Uh, uh, she's found love. We found love in a hopeless place. We Dubai. found love in a Christmas place. He works as a financier. He's a fis- assistant vice president of Credit Suisse. Multiple outlets reported... You he's got a fake job, is what. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, he's... that's a lot of a lot of people have fake jobs. Well, I think he's. Uh, I think he's just one of those billionaire Dubai guys from a wealthy family, and uh, like, yeah. oh yeah, I, I work for some finance company. Blah blah blah. Like, you have a fake job, sir. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a rich guy that uh, probably also has. <laughs> Someone gave you business cards. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they have they use slaves labor in Dubai too, in case anyone was wondering. They have basically indentured servants from Kuwait and stuff. It's pretty tight. Vietnam, um, other stuff, other places. Pretty cool. Uh, the world's yeah. world's great. Uh, it's a great world to live in. Philippines. I'm glad. Um, no one. The Philippines. Yeah, a lot of um the the Philippine indentured servants are in Singapore these days. Ah, uh, yeah, Singapore. Bastion mm. of Freedom. I guess technically they're I not. Saw an episode of uh, Anthony Bourdain. So. Yeah, but yeah, they're the, all the the household staff for all the wealthy Singaporeans, and um, you know, technically they could leave if they wanted to. It's the, you know they're just they're, they don't have their passport because their <laughs> their boss has a passport, and you know they don't have. Yeah, that's any. a no- that's a normal thing too. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's technically they're not indentured servants or anything, but you know. <laughs> thanks, thanks for showing up to work today. I'm just gonna need your driver's license and your car keys. Hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> Whatever, Lindsay Lohan, huh? She would never profit off the backs of exploitation of labor with her wealthy husband from Dubai. I'm sure. Oh, how many? How many dollars are in it? You know, this movie too is um. Oh, she's a rich girl with a super rich daddy, and oh, but she's gonna learn the, the value of hard work from this poor working class millionaire who owns his own ski lodge. This is something I couldn't get. What is fucking ski lodge is like? Oh, we're about to go out of business if we don't get. It's. I just like it's wealthy people all the way down, huh? They're trying to make it, trying to like, all oh, this wealthy influencer. What a joke, huh? And oh, billionaire dad doesn't know what's best for his daughter, but all oh, the the real earth, the salts of the earth, millionaire lot ski lodge owner. He'll teach her what's what, and he's got a daughter of mixed ethnicity. Whoa. I mean, I, what's your problem with it again? <laughs> it's just fucking stupid. <laughs> I mean, it's the formula that exists in like all these Christmas movies, right? Usually, well, this one's like, just so like over the top because like what what fucking ski lodge? I mean, like you're just asking me to buy into this movie a little too much, you know? What ski well, lodge is is that her for cash? Or, like we're gonna have a Christmas party and the whole town's gonna pitch in like it's it's a wonderful life. 
Well, yeah, so that aspect of it is weird. And then even, like, so, like, all the Hallmark Christmas movies is, oh, it's a big city magazine. Attorney. Yeah, yeah. It has, moves, goes back to a small town and meets the local carpenter, Sheriff Locksmith, who's a real down-home country boy and teaches the true meaning of love and Christmas. And they're trying to do that here with the ski lodge man, but it's like he's not, he's, oh, he's a fucking millionaire. He owns a ski lodge, you know what I mean? He's not. He, he's not like working class guy. I'll teach you. The he's not the fucking snowmobile mechanic for the. <laughs> for yeah, he's he owns a fucking ski lodge. He's he in the beginning of the movie. He's got a business proposal for her billionaire dad. You know what I mean? He's not fucking. Yeah, if, if your billionaire dad was just an asshole, this whole movie wouldn't take place. And then they they try to. Like, Beaumont Beauregard is a dumb name. Who did that to their child? Ugh. They tried to lampshade it and say that he inherited the lodge from his wife's family, but um, still makes no sense because then wouldn't his wife's family be rich? Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. what again? Like what? I don't know. Whatever. What ski lodge? Uh, ski lodges. Uh, either they're making money, or another ski lodge is just going to buy them, and they will. They're they're fine. You know, I don't. Whatever. It's just it's rich stupid. people all the way down. <laughs> It's just, this is something I've noticed in mainstream films in the United States for a long time, is, like, there's no concept of, like, what, like, working class or middle class or, like, how regular people live anymore, except for in, like, sometimes, like, you know, like, tragedy movies. <laughs> like, it, so anytime there's the movies are made like this or the Hallmark movies, it's like, all right, what kind of jobs do people have that they can survive living in New York? Oh, they're fucking... They, they invented magazines, right? So that's <laughs> their job, the magazine inventor. And then, oh, they gotta move back home, and um, they're gonna meet a real working-class boy who and lives in... He owns a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, he, lives, he, owns, he lives in a mansion, because, you know, when you live in rural America, you can afford mansions, no matter what. And his job is, um, he uh, fixes teleportation devices. This is fucking insane. I don't these these movies. You mentioned it before on one of the other ones where the movies are made by like algorithms. And yeah, well, I mean, more than that, like some of these these days, you can actually see like the uh, kind of the stratification of of uh, TV and movie writers. Um, yeah, a lot of these people came from upper middle class, so it's just fucking laid out there. Well, yeah, a lot of them are uh, products of nepotism, right? Um, or, yeah, they're from direct nepotism. Well, kind of upper middle class backgrounds with nepotism. That, that's kind of what yeah. I was saying. That's yeah. what I was implying the nepotism. Yeah, like they're very much removed from um, regular people's concerns. So it could, it, it just, it's honestly, it's the equivalent of like an algorithm writing movies, right? It's because it's uh, not like a real person <laughs> wrote this shit, you know? Yeah. Some of that group. Watching movies in movies that now gets a chance to write movies. Yeah, and then all they do is recreate tropes for movies, but without like any understanding of why that would be a human experience. You know, right. they're uh, they're really shitty version. Like J.J. Abrams is a good version of J.J. Abrams. I think he's terrible at what he as a movie maker generally. <laughs> yeah, but this is a terrible version of J.J. Abrams. Behold. Well, I guess J.J. Abrams is like sort of the epoch of that, right? Yeah, he's his, a competent version. Of he this. is. He's he was. He's the son of like some major producer who grew up on film sets and lived his whole life through movies. He's like, I'm gonna make movies too, and then he's not a real person. He's just <laughs> he's just a fucking nerd. Oh, this podcast just got canceled. Oh, Cord Overstreet can't get enough of that Cord Overstreet. Uh, why would you name your kid Cord? Why would you even Beaumont? Yeah. Well, I mean, Overstreet you can't do much about that. You know, you're English. You, you happen to you. Yeah. That's just that's you lived over bad. the street, and that's you know. Over cord Overstreet can't get enough of that cord. Lindsay Lohan, glad she's back. Uh, cord Overstreet, unremarkable, huh? They should have got a different male lead for this movie. Well, again, <laughs> nepotism. <coughs> I do not like Cord Overstreet. No one really in this movie. Lindsay Lohan is the best part of this movie. Yeah, um, obviously. No one else is really doing much for me. She's got a lot of charisma. She's still got it. Um, I don't know. I guess like, I don't, someone give her a chance. Paul Thomas Anderson put her in a movie. Let's see what she can do. <laughs> 
Exactly. Like, I don't know. A few years ago, I was convinced that John Cusack was going to get an Oscar. You know what I mean? I was like, he's got a role coming down the pike. Oh, yeah. He's just one of those guys that I could have seen it. You're, yeah. You're right. Yeah. And I'm thinking Lindsay Lohan, I'm calling it. She's going to come out of nowhere with something. Lindsay Lohan's going to get an Oscar. Everyone's going to be like, well, what the fuck, Lindsay Lohan? Like, oh, she's back, baby. Falling for Christmas, Cordover Street. No, no, it's not this one. Though. I don't think that. I don't think you're calling that there. Yeah. Um, no, not this one. This is a terrible movie. I hate this movie. Uh, are there any good Christmas movies? Yeah. What about this Christmas Carol? And uh, yeah, and uh, you know, Scrooge is pretty good. Um, uh, Christmas Vacation. Come on. Yeah. I don't know. I'm probably forgetting something. Home Alone. I mean, they're not. Oh, you, yeah. know, you know what I mean? You, I like you. A good Christmas movie. You laugh. I still like It's a Wonderful Life. When's the last time you saw that? Well, it's a Wonderful Life is good. I've, maybe I'll watch that this year. I haven't watched it in like five or six years. Yeah. All right. So you're right. I guess I just all the modern Christmas movies. All the modern Christmas movies that get made now are like stupid romantic comedy shit like this, right? But there's well, I, mean, I think we talked about this last. Um, Christmas, right? Like every make some devastating shit. Like it's a wonderful life. <laughs> uh Tokyo Godfathers. Um, yeah, I mean some fucking resonant shit, you wimps. I you can't make it's a wonderful life these days because uh no one has money in the banks anymore. The banks don't loan out money so you can have your own business or have a house, you know? Well, it's like ah, it's in the it's in the house that all of all that you rent from Jerry and you rent from Jerry and you rent from Jerry. <laughs> There's always money in the banana stand. Yeah. Oh, that's a weird. We should do that. Always money in the banana It's a wonderful rest of development. Yeah, they fucking. I guess it's because they just have these. Um, I just a dearth of Christmas movies every year, right? Because it's Christmas season and out, they make money. Well. But there are very, very few that actually resonate and last throughout time like you can we just did it you know what i mean those are ba- there's a couple other ones i'm sure that other people are like mm. oh it's a good one too but you know there's Don't only very few that resonate <laughs> yeah again whatever i'm not gonna argue that one but you're stupid <laughs> i yeah sure it's a christmas movie it's an all right movie it's just uh, the every time the, the the most annoying person you've ever met at a house party yeah it loves die hard yeah it's like what's your favorite <laughs> christmas movie <laughs> this <laughs> die hard fucking you be motherfucker you are so charismatic. I bet the women love you. Okay, you just walk into a room. People start cheering your name, don't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you have to work hard to make space for other people because you just fill up the room, don't you, buddy? <laughs> you could really, man. You could probably, you could probably even shift Taylor Swift. That's how powerful you. Are. You know what? Taylor Swift seems like she type of woman. Her feet, her feet sink. Okay. <laughs> 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 just the vibe I get. This is a little thing I've been thinking about. Just thinking about Taylor Swift's feet. No, I'm not gonna say shit about Taylor Swift. Anybody that says anything nice or or even slightly not glowing about Taylor Swift, yeah, fuck that. They they come right for you. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Fuck you up. Yeah, I I don't think her feet stink. I think she she probably smell amazing. I'll suck on those toasts. That's what I meant to say. It was Lindsay's idea to sing Jingle Bell Rock on the movie as a nod to Mean Girls. You know what? I didn't catch that reference at all. I was just like, well, you know what? I'm like, she just bitch loves to sing, doesn't she? <laughs> right on, Lindsay Lohan. Let's see, this is what I'm talking about. Lindsay Lohan is back. She she released one terrible Christmas movie we both hate, and she's fucking back. <laughs> she's back, baby. Like, baby, I mean, she's only out of her entire filmography, she's only made like two good movies, right? Um, uh, Herbie the Love Bug and Mean Girls, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, it's Herbie Fully Loaded, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, let me before we get to this, this important trivia, let's go through her filmography. I feel like maybe there's some other movie that I like. I don't think so. I really think she, she's like it's Mean Girls, she's riding high off Mean Girls, and that's about it, yeah. I mean, Machete is a good movie, but she's that's like not her movie. Yeah, know? she's, she's like, in oh, I'm stuncaster from Machete. Uh, oh my, my lord! Oh, the Parent Trap and Freaky Friday, of course, right? She was in an f- episode of King of the Hill and that '70s show. So, oh, uh, wait, I can't. I think I remember her in that '70s show. No, I don't. I'm thinking of someone else. 
Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis has said she pitched a, a sequel to Freaky Friday to Disney, so we'll see how that goes. Maybe you're right. Maybe that's the one. Oh, that literally got an Oscar for that. Yeah. Nice. nice. Uh, all right. So yeah, I guess um, it was Mean Girls, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> guess that was it, huh? Wow. She. Huh. I guess she really was just kind of known for being Lindsay Lohan, though, right? She was a. Uh, she's a public figure. Publicly, right. public intellectual <laughs> like uh, Gore Vidal or Oscar yeah, her Wilde. Is like, uh, Gore Vidal, Oscar Wilde, Lindsay Lohan, mm. Paris Hilton. Those those four. Yeah, you know I'm I, I'm going to war on Christmas. <laughs> this movie I don't like Christmas anymore. <laughs> this is what Christmas is all about, huh? It's about Lindsay Lohan and overboard, and she falls off a cliff and she loses her memory, and then she has to hang out with Cord Overstreet. What a terrible time. Ugh. Burn Christmas to the ground. And he's got a cute daughter who's just like a prop in the movie. <laughs> awesome. I have, movies are great. You wait. There's only really... Yeah, mm, there's not any real characters in this movie. Yeah, that's true. Except for Lindsay Lohan. Even then. She's pretty... I mean, the guys are doing a lot of dumb slapstick stuff, but Lindsay Lohan does have like that... Uh, Old kind of old timey Hollywood dame sort of vibe where I I could buy her doing like all sorts of like you know just a little song and dance a little vaudeville a little <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I think Lindsay Lohan that's her lane that's that's backwards this is her first feature length film after a three year break I would have thought longer but fair sure oh the girl that plays the stylist is Lindsay Lohan's sister Alison Lohan. Lohan. If I was there, I'd change my name to Lindsay Lopan. <laughs> Good one. That's a Kurt Russell movie, too. Mm-hmm. Big, Big Trouble, Trouble in Little China. China. Yeah. Not a Christmas <laughs> one, though. Yeah, Kurt Russell made a, a Netflix Christmas movie. Is it um, stupid? Uh, It's better than this. He plays Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Yeah, Tim Allen is Santa Claus. He's better than Tim Allen, too. He, Tim, the, the Santa Claus is out, you know? The new Santa Claus TV show for Tim Allen. Oh, does he complain about, like, um, SJWs uh, and the vaccine and stuff in it? No, he just... Don't cancel us! He just says that every episode. <laughs> uh, here's the, the... Lindsay Lohan covers Jingle Bell Rock for the film because of Mean Girls. They, they had to fucking put that shit in there twice. <laughs> IMDb. It actually snowed on location while filming. Wow, because they're in the mountains, I'm guessing. They lost two whole days of filming because of it, God damn it! They won $20,000 over budget. Lindsay Lohan and Cord Overstreet previously co-starred in Glee. Wow. Oh, wow, okay. Who the what? fuck is Cord Overstreet? It's Cord Overstreet. What are you talking about? Everyone knows him. Look up his IMDb. His IMDb. I want to see his. Uh... No, I could stop talking about him. Everyone, Cora Overstreet. Have you heard about Cora Overstreet? Cora Overstreet. You know, Cora Overstreet. Cora Overstreet at the mall. My favorite scene in this movie is um, uh, when they do they're doing the Christmas party to get fundraising for the lodge, and the first like gentleman comes in and he's like. Oh, it's so good to see you, Court Overstreet, and blah blah blah. And I, I, he's like, "Oh, I'm not here by myself. I brought all this ADR with me," because <laughs> it's just the you know all of a sudden the ADR just cuts in of like crowd noise and people filtering. It's <laughs> fucking this movie. Oh, and also the very beginning when he's uh, Cord Overstreet's having um, a competitive downhill ski slope race with a billionaire. Beauregard, say his name. Put some respect on it. They do um, a really old school like on green screen shot of the old man oh, I loved it. going downhill. It was like, wow, this is fucking looks like some 80s shit. Yeah, and it wasn't even like a green screen. It's like they just put him in front of a uh, an actual screen and had yeah. him pretend to ski. It was cool. It was like Dragnet, <laughs> the movie. What? <laughs> I looked up Court Street. Apparently, he was a main character on Glee for like 91 episodes. That's crazy. He doesn't have any charisma. I saw him. Uh, I guess I saw him in iCarly in an episode two. I kind of, I think I remember him. iCarly, that foot fetish show? Yeah, one of the foot fetish shows. There's a couple of them. Mm. Court Street, huh? 
Or um, number street. There's all the, there's yeah, many... Why are we not supposed to make fun of people's names? Court Over Street's a dumb name, though, right? I'll, I'll get rid of that. Yeah. Yeah, Court Over Street. That's a dumb white person name. We can make no, fun it's of like a chord, like you're playing a guitar. A chord. Is that yeah. Called? Dumb. Yeah, a dumb white person's <laughs> name. You know, Butch and Chuck. Uh, we got uh, Hunter and uh, Tanner. Oh, Tanner, yeah. Tanner's a bitch made name. Fucking bitch ass. <laughs> There's a little toxic masculinity for you. <laughs> Tanner's a last person's name. Why don't give that to a first person? Tanner's a job. But I said the last person's name if you're from England. <laughs> um there's a scene where they go to like uh outside fair, like Santa Claus town adventure, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Santa Claus town. Yeah, that that set they're on is pretty cool. It like it kind of just uh it looks like it's like a big set. And then they, um, I don't know if it's a green screen background or it's just a matte painting, but it's lit really well. But that actually looked pretty good. I was pretty impressed with that. I was like, oh, cool. They're on like a cute little set. You listened to that entire part. Might have. <laughs> Might have. I record over street. He was on Glee. When Netflix announced this movie, Lindsay Lohan became trending globally on Twitter. On oh, Twitter. what a fucking IMDb fact that I don't give two shits about. I'm telling you, she's fucking back, baby. She's mm, back. You know, you know what else is going to twin on Twitter next week? Nothing, because Twitter's going down. Cord Overstreet was originally asked to read for the part of Tad Fairchild. Yikes. <laughs> wow, I can't imagine that uncharismatic fool in the rule of Tad. Yeah, like the Tad character is terrible too, but I cannot imagine Cord Overstreet being able to pull that off. As terrible as that character is, because <laughs> he's Tad. Tad, Tad doesn't look conf- Cord. Stop just looking confused every time. We tell you it's good to go. Have you Cord? I don't know if Cord Overstreet has heard of comedy, like even bad comedy. Oh, it's back on Twitter. You should go there to find it. I don't know if you can find it. Lindsay's favorite outfit to wear was the pink ski suit. I remember it. Yeah, whatever. How do I know that fact? <laughs> just going around telling everybody. Hey, guess uh, guess, was, guess my uh, my favorite outfit? Pink ski suit. Pink ski she, suit. In case you want to give me an outfit for when I leave, pink ski suit. It's they. She probably mentioned it in an interview or some shit. I just brought it up randomly. Hey, you want to know? Pink ski. Well, yeah, my favorite was a pink ski suit. I know they're stupid asking movies. Like, hey, what's your favorite outfit? And you know, Lady. did you did you eat any candies on set? What's Cord really like? Is he really he's a fun guy, huh? Yeah, they make him for these stupid ass movies. They have to do like three day long press junkets, where right? And there was just... one question after another from twenty thousand yeah. different people. Sounds yeah, like I I want to be a a film star. Oh, here you go. Strong lens flares used during the end kissing scene to disguise the fact that Cord Overstreet is actually actually kissing Lindsay Lohan's stand-in. Disguise <laughs> 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 the fact that Cord Overstreet is actually kissing his hand. Mm-mm, he's just wrapping his arms around himself. You know, like you do in the mirror sometimes. Yeah, so I guess she couldn't kiss Cord because of her um, husband or whatever. I guess. Beyonce at that time, I think. Because, right, didn't they get... Fiance, oh, yeah, got, yeah, you yeah. Read, we read that fact. Scene where the washing machine blows up with bubbles is a reference to the laundry scene from Just My Luck, also starring Lindsay Lohan. I guess, what whatever you say, and who is that? Fire VW Bug in the parking lot, which is a, a callback to Herbie the Lug Bug. Five stars. This is what cinema is all about. Ooh, gross. Five stars, beautiful Xmas decorations. Five stars can confirm this is ultimate cheesy, festive, feel good, Christmassy goodness. Ugh. It's not even. It's like, fuck, it sucks. What was that reindeer movie from when we were a kid? Prancer? That feels like a better feel good movie. It was called Prancer. You remember Prancer? <laughs> Had this Sam movie, Elliott in it, didn't it? This movie made America great again. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> what? Yeah, Sam Evans and Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, who the fuck is Sam Evans? <laughs> is that his character from Glee? I'm gonna guess. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I just thought maybe. I didn't even know his real name. Like, oh, Lindsay Lohan and whatever the fuck, you know, the guy from Glee. I thought maybe they confused him for some other unremarkable white man. White man. <laughs> Half star. Pink snowsuit redeems. I don't remember the pink snowsuit. I remember she had that red dress with the grandma jacket. This is a horror movie if you focus on the omnipresent, omnipotent Santa Claus. 
Is there a Santa Claus in this movie? I he didn't know Santa Claus. He's like, oh, he's always he's hanging around in the background doing shit. He, he was at the end. He wanted, I, I, he wanted to sell him a sled. Oh, he dropped he, off the sled. He gave him the sled. God, pay attention, you stupid fever-addled brain. I was too sick. <laughs> too sick to understand the implication of the evil Santa. I guess not evil. Just, yeah, uh, I'm getting Santa Claus. What do you fucking expect from the man? That's all he does is give advice and presents and shit. Yeah, but he's manip- watch people creepily. He's manipulating the situation. Get out of my life, Santa Claus. I want to apologize for watching this absolute utter trash. Utter <laughs> trash. Trash. Pacing was so right, weird. Please listen. This isn't Shakespeare. This might not even be the most original story. This movie is. Absolutely amazing. The world is in such a dark place, and I have never laughed and felt so great after watching a Christmas film. Lindsay Lohan is the best ever. She was not done well by Hollywood. They did not do her good. And seeing her here just shining is amazing. Congratulations to her. I hope we only see more work from her. I don't know if I can agree with all this. Oh, Lord. Like I don't like he, I I don't know that Hollywood did Lindsay Lohan wrong. You know what I mean? Like I, she fucking kind of made her own bed. I like I'll stand on that fucking hill. Then Hollywood has done plenty of people fucking wrong. I don't know Lindsay Lohan was one of them. Eh, I don't know. I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Just the fact that ho- the Hollywood machine tends to chew up and brutalize most people. So I'm not gonna really side with them on it. To me, it just seemed like she wanted to party. Shit, let her party. Let the bitch party. Goddamn. Yeah, but I mean, like, from any other, you, just like any other job, you get fired if you party too much and don't show up on time. I'm not going to give the fucking millionaire an excuse. I don't get to party all the time and not and keep my job. That's not how life works. Nah, I don't let the bitch party. No. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, she did. And now she's married to the guy from Dubai. And it worked, so we're all worked out. <laughs> the pacing was so weird and there was no chemistry between the main leads. Possibly what would you most- expect from a man named Cord Overstreet? Possibly the most awkward Christmas movie ever made, but entertaining nonetheless. Good luck. Yeah, this kind of this got to be a more awkward Christmas movie, and we're gonna find them. Well, there's some bad ones, I'm sure. It is uh, not entertaining. Hey, hey, the domestication of Lindsay Lohan and it's soul crushing to watch. Just a generic, generic blonde, bearded cis white man who probably stole PPP, showing Lindsay and thus every other woman around him the one only way to do things. With minority characters and sometimes the entire narrative existing solely to gas him up as this goody, good, great guy beloved by all making fucking Whoville. However, because of his unprocessed Christmas-themed trauma, which seems to manifest in buying gods and the ball. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, you can like take ident- come to life right there. That's like well, you can take identity politics way too far. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, just, you just see just you just see everything through the lens of your own like personal miserable identity, right? Oh my god. The internet. Society. What's it all about? What's what's the meaning of Christmas? Buy me stuff. Fucking cord over street. Don't they have like Christmas movies with like violence and stuff in them? Die Hard. <laughs> I mean, but like you know cool movies like cool there's movies that uh, cool John Leguizamo is going to be in that uh, action movie that stars David Harbour as Santa Claus oh no I, I mean more like it's oh it's like a Yakuza movie that just happens to take place around Christmas or something <laughs> they got any movies like that yeah there's like a Japanese version of <laughs> Die Hard I think <coughs> well right on, right he, on. Uh, he just falls off like the Edison Tower in that one I get it, because in the original one, it's the uh, Nakajima Tower, right? Yeah, Which thank is you. Japanese. I thought that was a pretty good one. Yeah, that's a pretty good joke. Oh, well, what are we watching next week? Oh, your turn to pick. I picked Fall on Christmas. Fuck! <laughs> List of Netflix original films. Are we sticking with Christmas? I don't know if the, if Christmas movies are a good idea. Ever. You, all right, your, your call. I tried to. You Christmas, ah, it's not even Christmas time. Thanksgiving hasn't even happened yet. I guess yeah, but it will, we'll be next week. It will have happened when people hear this episode. Though. That's right. That's what I thought. Uh, what year is it? Uh, twenty twenty-two. <laughs> oh no, these freaking we got year go of the Lord, the past. No, we gotta go back. Falling for Christmas. Oh, just once, I want Christmas to fall for me. You know, Christmas don't give a fuck. 
Oh, gr- <laughs> Grumpy Christmas. <clears throat> <laughs> Is that like a sequel to Grumpy Old Men, like the but a Netflix original version of it? We could hope, right? No, it's actually a Mexican film, and the title is actually Una Navidad No Tan Padre. I don't think they translated that right. Well, they didn't. It's not <laughs> Grumpy not Christmas. Not even close, I don't think. <laughs> grumpy Christmas. <laughs> I don't like. I don't know what the movie's about. I've not. It just that feels like an asshole translation. It's a not so cool Christmas according to uh, Google. So I guess it is a closer translation than I expected. I guess that's kind of Grumpy I've Christmas, heard before, but. Still not. I don't think it's. I would translate to the. I. It's honestly not so cool. Christmas just sounds fine to me. Yeah, man. They got fucking too many, too many Christmas. Well, they too many Christmas. Like five or six of them out every year. It feels like because I watch a couple of the kids. Mm. Hey, where's that sequel to the the Marlon Wayne movie we watched earlier? Next year. (laughs) No, I want it this year. I got a struggle. Iron's hot. When they film back to back. Probably should have. That girl needs to be young and cute. Like, yeah, it's the movie they watched it 600 billion hours. Like California Christmas. What part of California? The weather's different in different parts of California. Pretty big the state. Inland Empire. Oh no. <laughs> Barstow, California. Welcome to Bakersfield. Alright, I'm gonna just have to random it. We're gonna random it to do a random old boy. What if we get the Irishman? We'll skip it. All right. The year is 2018. Let's see what movies we got. Let's see what it wants to be. Outlaw King. What the fuck is Outlaw King? I'm typing. Oh, it's got uh, Chris Pine as Robert the Bruce. Some no, Scottish God. Shit. In 13 the besieged Sterling Castle. John Common. Robert Bruce and other Scottish nobility surrender to Edward I of England. He demands their homage to get their land back. Oh my god, we're gonna watch some goddamn Scottish shit. They got uh, one, and Angus MacDonald is in it. That could be a relative of ours, historical relative. Maybe if you go back far enough. Maybe. But, well, the, all the MacDonalds in Scotland came from Ireland at one point. So, <laughs> down in your notebook. Yeah, because uh, technically the like Highland Scottish people... Well, yeah, most the, of the Scottish people aren't... aren't you know, we, the, either the Romans or the Celtic English killed off a lot of the original Scots, and the Irish killed off a lot of the other, other Scots. Well, yeah, the people that are Scottish <laughs> now are Irish. Those are Irish raiders. The descendants of Irish raiders. The Picts would have been like, you know the indigenous people of scotland i think they're all gone yeah that's why uh you know fucking people in scotland have in uh, ireland have similar names all right whatever we're gonna watch the outlaw king next week i guess it better be fucking cool there better be people getting stabbed with swords and shit florence pew's in it she's short <laughs> aaron taylor johnson's in it too though look at him Ugh. Uh, he's um, he's the guy that was groomed by like an older woman his entire life, right? And uh, just is that true? Like, Gross. Yeah, like he's married to a woman who's like twenty, sixteen years older than him, and she's. Uh, I do not know any of like, these fucking people's lives. Is that true? Something like that. I guess we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> I'll do more research to make sure I'm not just making some shit up or confusing it with someone. Oh, else. No, I just clicked on his wife. You're probably right. She's like 30 years older than Well, 20. I have to do math, but between 20 and 30. There's a lot, a lot of people here that are not Scottish in this movie about Scotland. I wonder if Scotland will ever have a brave cinematic culture like Ireland, where Ireland's like, fuck this shit. We're making movies in Irish now. We're not doing this dumb bullshit anymore. <laughs> and occasionally, Kenneth Branagh will come over here and make a really bad movie. <laughs> All right. Uh, Falling for Christmas. It was bad. It would have been better if it was like a some reindeer movies or some shit. <laughs> I'm going to make write. a Christmas movie. I'm gonna write, I'll write one. It'll be ready for next Christmas. I'll pitch it to Netflix. They're still going to be making Christmas movies next year for sure. Yeah, I'm going to come up with a devastating, emotionally resonant Christmas movie. going to star... A realtor working in commercial real estate in New York. 
She has to go back home to Missouri, where she worked as a stagehand for Yakov Smirnoff <laughs> in Dickinson. Actually, I was thinking there's um a Chinese movie I like, like a lot that came out a couple years ago called Us and Them. And it kind of revolves around uh, New Year's. Like, New Year's is a revolving motif throughout the, the lives of the two characters we follow. I figure I'll just do that, but switch it to Christmas. <laughs> that should work. That should do it. Or you just do, like, um, Comrades, another uh, Hong Kong movie I like. And just throw Christmas in the background. <laughs> yeah, like, some of the, the, like the old, like... Um, like uh hong kong like epic romances or like the taiwan's like new age stuff in the 90s like if you just put like christmas in the background of some of those movies mm-hmm. that, there you go that's a good christmas movie to me because <laughs> yeah the christmas movies to me if you want it to be something cool yeah um it's got it's got to be about something more important than Lindsay lohan deciding to date the boring white guy you know what's the- more important than uh, a family and a, a family coming together to 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 stay in the ski lodge that they all love. Well, know? it'd be cool if like you could change this movie so it could be about a family in the ski lodge that they all love, but then just exploring the actual like um, give and take nature of family and the struggle. He just kind of what a struggle it is to love and that sort of thing. You know, like a Coriata movie. You know, just do something like that. That's yeah, so much yeah. just do it really that. seems like a court overshoot was going to be in that one. I don't think court overshoot would be in that one. Uh, yeah. Maybe Chris Pine, though, who will be in next week's Outlaw King. <laughs> that guy? Fucking Captain Kirk? That's right. He's Robert DeBruce. Robert DeBruce. Oh, the sh- Robert DeBruce. Robert DeBruce has a, bu- has a picture of his bus. He was not a good looking man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, a lot of uh, historical figures are, you know, yeah. and, uh, you, you know, sometimes um, you get uh, like Maggie Gyllenhaal to play in a movie, even though you're a horrible, disgusting looking person. Uh, Michael Collins was a good looking fella. Yeah. Who cares? Okay. All right. <laughs> That's a good point. All right. Uh, VHSKVLT.com. You could go there and listen to other podcasts. Oh, a final verdict on Falling for Christmas. Uh, two out of ten. That shit. That's a piece of shit. That shit sucked. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Two, two and a half. I'll give it two and a half. You know, I'm uh, going to war on Christmas now because of it. You know, you can't. The fucking Fox News will come for you, I think. Are they still doing that? We'll see. Maybe in a couple weeks they'll start that. I'm doing it now. <laughs> war on Christmas. Fuck you. It's over for you, Christmas. We're going to replace you with a new holiday. Called uh, Saturnalia. No, no, that Roman shit. Can I hear you, goddamn Roman oh, shit? Yule, it is. Welcome to Yule, fellas. All the coolest parts of Christmas are our Yule stuff, anyways, right? Like the trees and the wreaths and all, like all the spooky. Uh, I think the wreaths is actually from Saturnalia. Oh, whatever. The tree's the coolest part. That's from Yule. Yule rules. I like all the spooky pagan shit. VHSKVLT.com. Next week we'll watch Outlaw King. Uh, hopefully, I won't still be sick next week. If I am still sick next week, then I'm definitely. Good help. Dying. Get a doctor. God. Yeah, I guess I get a doctor. 